Hi Gratitude Seeker, today we will explore the addiction to worry. It's something that's draining our energy and it's stopping us from feeling grateful. Let's see what we can do about it. Let's take a deep breath in and a deep breath out. Worrying is defined by causing anxiety about actual or potential problems, alarming. According to Wikipedia, worry refers to the thoughts, images and emotions of a negative nature in a repetitive, uncontrollable manner that results from a proactive cognitive risk analysis made to avoid or solve anticipated potential threats and their potential consequences. Worry is described as a response to a moderate challenge for when the subject has inadequate skills. Worry turns to be problematic if one has been excessively apprehensive more days than not for at least six months. But why do we choose to worry? And why is it so addictive for some of us? Weirdly enough, our brain feels protected when we worry. It feels that you're doing something to fix that problem, even though you're actually only focusing on the problem. The fact that you're aware of it and you put so much emphasis on it makes your brain secrete hormones that make you feel good. According to a survey done by The Independent with 2,000 people, the top five worries that people have are getting old in general, worried about savings and uh, the financial future, worried about energy levels, the fourth one, their diet, and the fifth one, financial or credit card debts. The list is much longer. It has 20 such worries but I don't want to give you any ideas (laughs) but what these worries do is that they keep us focused on the problem and as long as we are focused on the problem it's really hard to see the solution or to search for the solution or to actually think that there is a solution and acting in that direction is even harder also another part of this I believe is the worry that um, parents feel when it comes to their children. I'm not yet a parent, so I don't know how it is from that perspective. I can only empathize with that. But it's one of those worries that gets combined with care, with love. And at some point, it's really hard to untangle them. Like, for instance, in my situation, even though I'm pretty grown up, my mother still has the same kind of worry, for instance, when uh, the weather is bad. And while this is sweet from one perspective, I don't think it's healthy. It drains our energy and shifts our focus from the joys of life to the possible threats. And if you've ever worried, you know that you can go on forever with the worries. You can worry about your parents, you can worry about your kids, you can worry about your spouse you can worry 
about relatives, you can worry about the people in Africa, you can worry about all kinds of things. And at times we entangle this with a feeling of purpose. If I'm worrying for someone, it means that I care, it means that um, I have a purpose in life, that I'm a good person, and this can be equally addictive. I'm not saying that you shouldn't worry at all or that you shouldn't care at all. Because let's get back to the definition of worry. There is this part of it that says, Worry is described as a response to a moderate challenge for when the subject has inadequate skills. So the first way of dealing with worry is by action. Whether this action means developing the skill to deal with that problem, with that threat, or doing something about it. Worry has power upon us as long as we keep on doing the same thing and we don't do anything about it. We just visualize, we just think about that possible negative outcome and we just ruminate about it. So let's take the example of getting older. It's something that's natural, that will happen and is happening for everyone. But what can you do about it? How can you grow older beautifully? How can you get better at getting older? Who already does that and they're willing to teach you? And this brings us to the second way of dealing with worry. Shifting our perspective. Shifting the questions that we ask ourselves. What could go wrong in a given situation? To what can we do about it? What is the solution to this situation? How can I become bigger than the problem, stronger than the problem? How can I gain the skills necessary to deal with the problem? Who can help me or support me in dealing with this problem? And we are so fortunate, like we have so much wisdom, so much knowledge online already. Like if we have almost any kind of question, any kind of problem, we can search on Google and we can find many answers to that problem, many solutions, some of them really detailed. Many of the resources are actually free. Some of them are paid, but a lot of them are even free. You can just write, how can I overcome this? How can I do this? How can I um, solve this problem? And you will find the solutions there. For instance, this actually gets us to the third way of dealing with worry. It's one thing that I've learned from uh, a book that, that is called How to Stop Worrying and Start Living. It was written by Dale Carnegie. And for me, the main idea of the book is to ask yourself, what's the worst it could happen? And many times we discover that there is no actual need for worry and that we can deal with the worst and that not even the worst is as bad as we were thinking. It is counterintuitive, but it works. It gets you to have the thought until its end and see that no matter what, you will find solutions and it will be okay somehow. And this gives you back your power. And this is the most important part. Before you were giving it away to external circumstances. And now you have your power back. 
and your ability to respond. By the way, you can listen to Dale Carnegie's book, How to Stop Worrying and Start Living, for free if you go to georgianbenta.com audible. You will get a free 30 days trial that you can cancel at any time. So once again, georgianbenta.com audible. But you can also find it in the episode description, a direct link to your free trial. All you have to do is sign up and search for Dale Carnegie's book, which is really, really good. So to recap, the three things that we can do to get out of uh, the addiction to worry are 1. Focus on the solutions. 2. Take action. And if you can take action, if you don't feel that you're ready or you're skilled enough to take action, take action on becoming better at learning the skills to deal with that problem. And third, think about the worst that it could happen and ask yourself, and then what? And then what? And then what? And you will find out that you have solutions for every problem and that you have the power to deal with them. Thank you so much for listening. And if you want to listen to the book that I've mentioned, go to georgianbenta.com slash audible get your free trial and listen to the book at your leisure i loved it and i totally recommend it to you this has been georgian benta thanks so much for listening